This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Robert Emery steps in for San Francisco. And he now has a 1-2 count on him. Emery just fouled one off down the right field line. Emery struck out his first time up against uh, Easton Walker, who has held the uh, Don scoreless through the first three as we play the top of the fourth. And here's the 1-2. Up a little bit high for a ball. Ball in in two strikes. Emery, Munoz, and Westerman, the three scheduled hitters for San Francisco. And here is Easton Walker's pitch up just a little bit high, three and two. Big crowd here in the ballpark is uh, officially a sellout. They did bring some extra bleachers in, but uh, not quite enough to handle the crowd that's here tonight. 3-2 pitch outside ball four, so Emery walks to lead off the fourth. And already that's the second walk given up by the pitcher, Easton Walker. He's only allowing about one and a half walks a game, so he's exceeded that already. And in steps uh, Jacob Munoz. He uh, struck out his first time up. And the first pitch to Munoz, curveball over for a strike. Cougars 32-13. and 13. Currently ranked uh, number 25 in the nation as Munoz squares to bunt. Jacobson, third baseman, comes in, and the pitch is outside for a ball. Yeah, I like it. Try to bunt him over to second. See if you can tie this game up. Ball and a strike to Munoz. He's out of Lewiston, Idaho, a junior, 5'10", 180. Wearing number 47, Munoz uh, played at College of Marin. That's uh, down in the Northern California area. Tremendous uh, JC program in California. Pitches off the plate, two and one. Missed by a lot. Cougars leading the Dons one to nothing, as we'd mentioned. This Dons, they've it's almost a they've got to win. They gotta win this one, they gotta to win tomorrow to ensure themselves in. Yeah, it's it's must win, do or die for these guys right now. And here's the two one. Munoz fouls it back up off the screen. Only having fourteen wins probably gives them about a an eight percent chance of getting in if the craziness happened. So 15 wins, where does that put you? Probably about 20. 20. So that's not probably good enough either. Yeah, well, it just really depends on can the Zags sweep LMU because they're at 14. 
does St. Mary's or, or Pepperdine get to 14? I think St. Mary's is going to get to 14 yeah. easy because they got Santa Clara for two more. 2-2 two, two pitch, line drive, base hit. Right fielder uh, gets under the glove of uh, Brock Hale. That'll be an error on Hale. The run's going to score all the way from first base. Here comes a throw to third, and ball got away from Jacobson there at third base, but uh, Easton Walker backing up the play. Yeah, you don't see that from Brock very often. He, he, you rarely see errors from him, and he just overran that. But, hey, the Dons are on the board with the runner at third and no outs. Chance to take a lead here in the fourth inning. So a hit and an error. And the Dons, Jacob Westerman steps in. He grounded out his last time up. Yeah, you could see uh, Brock almost looking up to see where that, if that runner was going to try to advance. Just took his eye off the ball just for a split second. Cougars uh, back in the infield. Here early in the ballgame, willing to give up the uh, run for the out in this situation. And there's a ball hit pretty well. Right fielder Brock Hale going back on the track. And he it's over his head, bounces up against the wall. Westerman is around second base. He's going for three, and he will slide in. The third base with a triple, and the Don's up uh, by a score of two to one now. Yeah, and that's Hale, tough play. Back to back plays there. I mean, that ball gets over his head, but Brock didn't get a good read on it. Normally, that's a play that you expect him to make. He gets back to the wall really well, but the ball just kept carrying to right, and just over the outstretch of his of his hand. So the Don's two runs on five base hits. And Kyle Nell steps in. He singled his first time up. Cougars still back in the infield here, willing to give up the run for the out. Yeah, a lot of game left. There have been a walk and two hits in the inning. And Easton Walker. Looks at third, first pitch is over for a strike to uh, Kyle Nell. This is all about minimizing innings here. So you've already got up the crooked number. They have the two runs. Good chance that, that third run's going to score there at third. You're just looking for outs here and get your your offense back up. Cougars uh, running a couple of guys down to the bullpen. Looked like Jared Lesser to me. Couldn't tell for sure. And that ball gets away from Noah Hill. And the runner, probably a smart play, doesn't go in as Noah got the ball picked up quickly and got the ball to Walker at home plate. Well, Westerman, 6'5", 205. Look at him next to... Uh, yeah. Coach Knock. Coach Knock out there. About a foot taller, at least a foot taller. Yeah, my goodness. <laughs> kind of looked like me yesterday and Coach Pope when I was teaching him how to throw. Made me look like I was about 5'5". Five, five. One ball and one strike as Nell steps back in. And the pitch, that ground, ground ball out toward uh, second baseman. He's got a run to score on the ground ball out by Nell. Give him an RBI. Yeah, good execution right there for San Francisco. Put together a really good inning. One man out, third run scores in the inning. And uh, Ricky Rada, the number nine hitter, now steps in. Well, tough inning for Easton Walker, and he started it off by walking that leadoff hitter. 
And then uh, two consecutive hits in the ground out, and uh, the Dons have scored three. Yeah, and that's what that happens. When you walk the leadoff, more often than not, that guy scores. You also throw an error into the mix, and uh, that uh, even makes it worse. Exactly. Pitch from Walker is a little bit inside for a ball. Urata, 128 at-bats on the year, 27 hits, scored 11 runs, has seven RBIs. And here's the 2-1 pitch. That's on the outside corner for a strike. Pitch is on the inside corner for a strike three. Yeah, caught him guessing right there. That was a good pitch to hit. Two men out, top of the order. Villa Roman steps in. Well, what a difference a day makes. Cougars win 20 to 3 last night, and they're down 3 to nothing here early. Or 3 to 1 here early against BYU. And Villaroman, who was one for two, single in the first, struck out his last time up, takes a pitch over for a strike. Well, how about that? It was the bottom of the order there for the Dons that did all the action. Their top half had been so good this year, but uh, not today. It's the bottom half that they will score the three runs. No balls and a strike. Pitches outside. Dons have not announced a game three starter. They... Start Ornita, and then they start to Parker in game two, and then it just depends. Yep. There's four on, or five uh, different guys that they've yep. thrown out there. Here's the 1-1. One, one. A little bit low, ball two. Cougars with nine seniors on this year's team, about 12-40, 12-45 tomorrow. They will be honored here at home plate in what uh, is sure to be a very emotional ceremony for these seniors. Playing their last uh, ball game here at uh, Larry Miller Field. 2-1 pitch. Down a little low. Ball three. Three balls, one strike. Two out. Three men in for San Francisco. Pitch is outside. Ball four. So that's the third walk given up by Easton Walker in this game. That's 81 pitches now for walk. 82 pitches. Wow. So. Just in the fourth. Yeah. Just not the kind of uh, start that uh, you would expect out of Easton. Uh, Jack Winkler steps in. He's 0 for 2, a fly out, and popped up his last time to the second baseman, Matthews. And here is Walker and the pitch. That ball's hammered. Right center field, that's going to be in. That's going to go to the wall. Here comes the runner at round third. Villaroma will score easily as he's got great speed. And four runs now by the Dons here in the inning. Yeah, and a two-out walk right there hurts you, especially when you're walking him because with that speed, he's going to score in a gap. He's their Jelich, right? He's their guy that gets them going. Four to one now the score. 
as the Cougars in the bullpen uh, just out there stretching, just starting to throw right now. I believe that's lesser. It is, yeah. And Inouye's down there as well. Four runs on six hits. All four of the runs have come here in this inning. Uh, There's been three hits and an error, a couple of walks. And the first pitch to Riley Helen's outside ball one. Boy, the alarming thing is the pitch count, 84 now from Easton Walker. Struggled in the first through 28 pitches. And it's just gone downhill here in the uh, top of the fourth. Fly ball down the left field line. McIntyre going over in fair territory. Makes the play for the out. And the Dons are finally retired here in the fourth. The Dons, four runs, three hits. There was an error, one man left. We are through three and a half. Four-one Dons over the Cougars on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Brent Norton. Jackson Clough steps in for the Cougars. We go to the bottom of the fourth. Cougars down by three runs here. Cougars only two hits against Scott Parker. Both those hits came back in the first inning when they scored their lone run. Parker faced the minimum in both the second and third innings. Pitched to Clough inside for ball two. Clough hasn't seen a strike yet. He walked on four straight pitches his first time up. Two balls and no strikes. And the pitch, that was hammered. Right fielder going back, and he makes the catch. Wow. What a play by Westerman. That big uh, six-foot-five frame went up and made the catch. I thought that ball was going to get over his head, but uh, he didn't get a real good read on that ball. No, he uh, but, didn't. But made the play. A great swing by Clough. Better play by Westerman. If he's not 6'5", he doesn't make that play. That ball's bouncing around out there at the wall. If he doesn't, and Clough with the good wheels probably would have had three bases. In steps uh, Ryan Sapiti. Ryan had the sack fly in RBI, the only run for the Cougars. And the first pitch from Parker is up high, ball one. Well, one of the better evenings we've had this spring for baseball. That's a beautiful night. Fireworks scheduled after the ball game. And the 1-0 pitch as Sapiti swings and misses one ball and one strike. Yeah, good changeup right there, just under the hands. Ball and a strike. And the pitch to Ryan is fouled over near the Cougar dugout. Do we have a final on that St. Mary's game yet? Yeah, it was final 9-1. 9-1, so St. Mary's improves to 13-9 on the year. The important thing there is the the loss column. They've got nine. They've got another uh, three games next week. And here's the 1-2 pitch. That ball is down low. Two balls and two strikes to Ryan Sapiti, a Bishop Gorman High School product down in Las Vegas. 
true freshman who has gotten off to a, just an unbelievable start here for the Cougars late in the season. That ball's hit. Third baseman, Uradi's got it. And he throws the first for the out. Two men out. And McIntyre steps in. Uh, Mitch grounded out unassisted to the first baseman his first time up. First pitch is outside, ball one. A lot of baseball left, Brent. It's all about just chipping away, putting together a couple of at-bats in a row and get back in this game. Cougars had a chance in the first. They had bases loaded one man down and were only able to push one across. On the sack fly, there's a wild pitch, goes back to the screen and two and on the count on. McIntyre, I think he struggled more against the lefties yeah. tonight than against the right-handed hitters. Well, soft lefties usually don't like facing left-handers because they can't throw that change-up that they get the righties out on. And so it's one that you can tell today he's not comfortable with that breaking ball. There's a swing and a miss. Two and one the count on McIntyre. And as I speak, he throws a wicked slider running away, so... Kringland's on deck for BYU. He struck out his first time up. And McIntyre takes another curveball for a strike. And Parker just proving you don't have to be a big guy out there. He's 5'8", 170, but he's uh, twirling a good game here tonight against yeah. the best team, offensive team in the West Coast Conference. 2-2 pitch, and McIntyre goes down on strikes. Thought he fouled it off, but the umpire saying no, he didn't. So the Cougars retired in order again here in the fourth. That's nine straight retired by Parker. We're through four complete. 4-1 Dons over the Cougars on your new skin BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Brent Norton. A new pitcher, Jared Lesser, into the game for BYU. Lesser, 4.99 earned run average, three wins, two losses on the year. He's thrown 39 innings, giving up 44 hits, 24 runs. So Lesser has brought in uh, Easton Walker, four innings pitch, gave up four runs on six hits, and had three walks. And that was the telling sign on Easton Walker. The guy just a strike thrower, but uh, just wasn't able to get it done tonight. Yeah, I mean, he's in 62 innings pitch. He's only walked 10 guys, so he rarely walks guys. Just didn't have his best today. Jonathan Allen, who's 0 for 2, steps in against uh, Jared Lesser. And the first pitch is outside ball one. Jared has started each of the last two midweek games for the Cougars against Cal and against San Diego State. Also a little bit of action down at LMU in the weekend series. So Lesser, big kid, 6'4", 220. Wearing number 22 for the Cougars. Out of Utah State Eastern. Price Utah native. And here's the 1-1 pitch. That ball's one hopper. Matthews knocks it down, comes up, throws the first, and throws 
the ball past uh, Kringlin. I think that's got to be a base hit. I think the, I think he was there before. You know, I don't know. It's hard to tell. Yeah, I think. See that, the replay. I here. think if he makes a good throw, I think if he makes a good throw, he's out. He hit through a that ball uh, the one dirt. hopper to Kringlin. So Allen hit it hard. He's at first base. Matthews was playing so deep out there. He had a long throw. As Robert Emery steps in. Emery, a senior out of Concord. He's 0 for 2. And the first pitch from Lesser popped up. Foul. Straight back. That'll be the second error on the Cougars as they will go error on Carson Matthews. And uh, Allen and uh, Keaton Kringlin kind of met at the back at first base. Pretty good collision by a couple of big guys. Fortunately, nobody got hurt. Quick throw two first and uh, Allen back in safely. Yeah, and that's the main thing, that nobody got hurt. Nobody out, one man on for San Francisco. And here is Lesser's pitch. Ball hit fire down the third baseline. That's going to be in for extra bases. Allen around second base. McIntyre picks it up, gets it back in quickly, and will hold Allen as he rounds third, he'll stay right there. So nobody out. Runners at second and third for San Francisco, and they have come out swinging the bats here tonight. Well, they're playing for their life, Brent. They know that they have to win this game, and if not one more, to even have a shot to get into the tournament. So they need these wins, and they're playing that way right now. They're, you, you thought maybe they'd come out and play a little tight, but uh, they've been loose, and they're hitting a lot of barrels and playing well right now. Especially in front of this big crowd. You yeah. know, you've got to be impressed with the way they've come out and swung the bats. Four to one, they score, and the Dons looking to add more here in the top of the fifth inning as Munoz steps in, and the first pitch is down low, ball one. Munoz uh, struck out in the second, single in the fourth. And Bo Burrup, uh, the lefty, beginning to throw for BYU. some point uh, you get behind and you don't want to use your top guys with a game remaining. How much uh, It's all about how much you uh, feel confident about your offense being able to come back. Yeah, I mean, the offense has only showed right now two hits in the first four innings. If, if they start to show a little more life, that's when you, you know, start to put your guys in there that you've been trusting all year in the big spots. There's a big spot here for Les to try to minimize this and get out of this jam. 2-0 pitch, a swing and a miss. 2-1. Cougars have drawn the infield in with uh, Allen at... uh, Third base, and not great speed on the passes on the bases with uh, Allen and Emery out there. 
And here is the 2-1 pitch. Foul at the plate, 2-2. Two two. Ball came back and uh, caught Noah Hill. Seven hits by the Dons through uh, just three-plus innings. And as we have talked about, uh, their backs are really to the wall here. They've got to have at least two one wins, or at least one win, and they'd like to get two to get to that 16-win uh, plateau. And then I think if they did, they'd have a pretty good chance of getting into the tournament in a couple of weeks. I'm out called at the plate by Munoz. Game three tomorrow, one o'clock here. Pitches outside, ball three. Well, you do have first base open, but you hate to load them up. Looking for the strikeout right here. The one thing that you do if you do load them up is that it gives you a double play opportunity and the force at the plate. Looking for a big strikeout right here, a pop fly in the infield. Three balls, two strikes. And here is the pitch to Munoz. Fly ball foul off the third base side. So three balls and two strikes again as Munoz will step back in with runners at second and third. Cougars with the infield in. Cougars, uh, we talked about what a difference a day makes. Cougars won big last night, 20-3, to but Dons have turned it around so far here tonight. 3-2 pitch, fly ball again foul off the third base side. Got a great battle going right here. A couple of really good pitches right there that Munoz has fouled off. Yeah, that's baseball, right? Every game is a different game. Still a lot of outs to be played in this one. Cougars aren't out of this game yet, but... Uh, Dons are hit away from making it a little more difficult. Six to one could uh, make it real tough for this offense. Especially with A. Parker's throwing. There's a 3 2. Swing and a miss. Munoz with a big strikeout. One man out. That's a huge strikeout. Westerman steps in. Westerman is grounded out and uh, tripled in a run. Westerman also made a big defensive play to. Rob Clough of an extra base hit in the last inning. Jacob Westerman, a transfer out of University of New Mexico. He's out of Seattle. Started his career down in Albuquerque. Now playing his junior year at San Francisco. So Westerman, right-handed hitter. Again, the infield still drawn in, and there's a nice curveball that drops in for a strike. Yeah, good start to the at-bat for Les. Owen won the count. Kyle Nell, the second baseman in the on-deck circle. 
And there's a pop-up foul out of play. Again, uh, left fielder McIntyre, Jelilich in center, both really battling the sun here in the top of the fifth inning, just starting to go down. There's not a cloud in the sky, Brent. Yeah, just couldn't be a better night for a game. Jared Lesser in relief here in the fifth inning of uh, Easton Walker. 0-2 right here, Brent. You've got to make a good pitch, get your strikeout. And Lesser just out there trying to hold the Dons right where they are and let his offense uh, come back. And Here's the 0-2. Mm. Fouled up and out of Noah Hill's glove. Almost had it. Yeah, he almost did. Oh, to the count. With one man out and runners at second and third base and uh, Jared Lesser working to uh, Jacob Westerman. And here's the 0-2 curveball inside for a ball. Uh, Noah Hill was calling for that pitch off the plate outside and came uh, off the plate but inside. Noah kind of had to reach in and uh, make the catch of that ball. I'm just glad it didn't hit him. Those backed up curveballs sometimes be a tough spot to hit him. One and two now the count as Jared Lesser from the stretch, curveball just a... Oh, my goodness. You've been calling that high pitch all day. You called that high breaking ball all day. Don't change now. Two and two. We can watch that on replay here. What a pretty good pitch. Again, Lesser's really been giving Westerman a lot of breaking pitches. And here is the 2-2 pitch. Ball fouled up and out of play again. Well, certainly the story here tonight is a team that's got their backs to the wall. And the Cougars coming off a big win like that last night, 20-3. to You probably lose a little bit of your, um, not sure, you know. Uh, it's tough to beat a team that far. But, yeah. Uh, still mid mid innings. Uh, still plenty of time for the Cougars, but they've got to stop the Dons right here. Two balls and two strikes again. Westerman steps back in, and Lesser's pitch. That ball is lined just foul down the right field line. Yes, it was. Boy, that would have been extra bases for Westerman. Over that curve ball and lashed it foul. By a couple of feet down the line. Well, it's like four straight breaking balls. Maybe you got them set up here to pound a fastball in or. Lesser up to 20 pitches here in this inning, just with one man out. 
as Don's really battling at the plate here tonight. Something we didn't really see last night. Of course, Jordan Wood on the hill probably made a bit of that difference. A swing and a miss. Westerman with a strikeout. Boy, two big strikeouts by Lesser. Let's see if he can dig his way out here with uh, Kyle Nell stepping in. He got the two tough ones, right? All they got to do is put a ball in play, and he's usually going to score a run in those situations. He got those strikeouts, and now you have to get this one. This is where you cannot let them off the hook. You got a 128 hitter right here. He does, he does have a hit in the game, right? Yeah, no, he does not. Yeah, he does have a hit. Yeah. He had a hit in the second, had a ground out, picked up an RBI in the fourth. As Nell steps in, Nell out of Tiggard, Oregon, redshirt freshman. Now, timeout called at the plate by the home plate umpire. Well, if he could work his way out of this, it'd be a huge momentum boost, but he doesn't. There's a single right up the middle. One run scores. Here comes the runner from third base, and he slides in safely. Big two-out RBI single by Kyle Nell, a young man hitting 111 on the year. Yep. And he's got three RBIs in the game, and the Dons lead 6-1. Yeah, you get the two hard ones, and then you hang a breaking ball right down the middle to a 120 hitter, and he hit it. Right back up the middle like you're supposed to. Two big RBIs. That's where you can't get complacent if you're lesser. You have to bear down even more in that situation. Eight hits by the Dons. And Urata steps in with a runner at first base now. And here's the pitch. Swing and foul tipped off of uh, Noah Hill. And, boy, Noah's taking a couple of those here tonight. Didn't even let, wouldn't even know that it hit him. He's a tough kid. He is a tough kid. He's seen worse than that this year, right? No doubt. No balls in a strike. Two men out. Runner at first base. And here is the pitch, and that's up high for a ball. Cougars still have Burrup out there, the left-hander. That is warm and ready if uh, Cougars need him. Number nine hitter in the lineup. Urata, there goes the run. The pitch is up high. The ball throw down a little bit high by Noah Hill, and the runner... Slides in safely. Kyle Nell, his uh, second stolen base of the year. Yeah, great decision right there. I love that. Get another guy in scoring position. Kyle Nell, 45 at-bats this year, so he might have been injured a little bit. Good player, good defensive player, and has had a couple of hits here tonight. Definitely doesn't look like a 100 hitter. Ball fouled off. And the count now two balls and two strikes with two outs. Urata steps back in. And Jared Lesser. Fires one in, hit down to Jacobson at third. Long throw to first, not in time. Infield single by Urata. Runner advances at third base on the 
infield single. Yeah, I'll nothing. tell you, the Dons are peppering the ball all over the field here. They had him played uh, not as a pull hitter, and Jacobs had to go a long way to just catch that ball and had no chance to throw him out. Got nine hits already in five innings. Dons aren't missing many barrels right now. Bill Roman steps in. He is uh, one for 2 today. He's single in the first, struck out in the second, walked in the fourth. And that ball is looped foul down the first base side. Runner was going on the first pitch. Oh, a disappointment to this big crowd here so far for the Cougars as uh, they find their home team down by five runs here in the fifth inning. As Villaroman, 272 hitter, steps back in. And here is Lesser's 0-1 pitch, and that is uh, off the plate for a ball. Wind is actually picked up a little bit, blowing directly to center field. So uh, this ball park uh, in these conditions, uh, even with the five-run lead, Cougars still right in this ball game. Villa Roman hits this ball out toward uh, second baseman Matthews. He's got it. We'll throw him out for the out. And the Dons are retired in the inning. They got two runs. They got those two runs on three hits. There was an error. Two runners left on base. We are through four and a half, six one. The Dons leading the Cougars on your new skin BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Uh, back here as uh, Keaton Kringlin will lead it off for the Cougars. Uh, Cougars down 6-1 to one as we go to the bottom of the fifth. Uh, joined by former head coach here, Gary Pullins. Gary up for, uh, from his home in Texas. And uh, Gary got me into this gig, so uh, <laughs> a lot of years ago, Coach. Pitches <laughs> over for a strike to Kringlin. And Brant, we enjoy hearing your play-by-play. I listen to it where the stars are bright at night in south-central Texas. Ball and a strike to uh, Kringlin. Well, the story of this ball game has been Scott Parker on the hill as he has just uh, lit the Cougars up. Uh, allowed a couple of base hits early in the ball game. Cougars scored a run, but he's retired the last nine guys that he's faced. Kringlin uh, struck out his one and only time up. And here is Parker's pitch, and Kringlin fouls this one up off his foot. Parker right there, that breaking ball of his, is we've been behind home plate watching the ball game, and that has been his out pitch. Now, it's middle innings. That's why I came up here to get the offense going. About yeah. Pretty soon they're going to figure out that breaking ball or sit on just the fastball that he gets around the strike zone and start putting the ball in play. Two balls, two strikes. And the pitch is outside for ball three. That's a little backdoor slider that has been fooling the Cougar hitters thus far. Parker, 68 pitches now as uh, he pitches here in the bottom of the fifth. He's really good start. Six wins, three losses on the year for Parker. And the pitch to Kringlin popped up. Left fielder coming over. Center fielder Villa Roman calling everybody off, and he'll make the play for the out. Sometimes after a ball game like last night, 
where every ball the Cougars hit dropped, and of course they wore out USF pitching. You come into a game and guys can get a little bit complacent. I don't know that that's the case because I don't know the personality of these players that well, but it can happen. It's quite common at every level. Yeah, no doubt about it. We mentioned that on the pregame. You scored 20, you beat them 20 to 3, and and it uh, might be a little tough to keep yourself up as the first pitch to Carson Matthews is over for a strike. Carson, the freshman out of San Clemente, second baseman, uh, played a lot of shortstop early in the year for BYU. And Matthews hits one up the middle, base hit, third hit for the Cougars. First base runner since the first inning. Matthews stayed inside that pitch. You hear nowadays uh, hitting coaches always talking about staying inside the ball so that you might get jammed, but you're not going to get out in front on a breaking ball. So Matthews with a base hit. And Danny Jelilich, who struck out his first time up, will step in. Danny, a tremendous center fielder for the Cougars. A tremendous bloodline of baseball players in this family. And the first pitch to Jelilich is a curveball. It just caught the outside corner for a strike. Early in the year, Jelilich was leading off. I went to Beaumont, Texas to see BYU play Lamar in a three-game series. And really like their ball club. I like this BYU team. Here's the 0-1 pitch. And Jelilich uh, trying to push that ball up the line. Just missed it. And the count now 0-2. He has just absolutely tremendous speed for a big kid. 6'4", 200-pounder. Boy, a lot of fans here. Coach, uh, it's got to make you feel good. It's a beautiful night. Yes, it is. You knew if uh, it was built that they would come and... They certainly come. <laughs> that was prophetic. That's right. Throw to first and uh, Matthews back in safely. Well, coaches um, build a home down in Texas, down by one of your kids, and yeah. enjoying the life down Near there. Your family, getting to see my grandsons play little league baseball, and riding my tractor. <laughs> that sounds like your dream. <laughs> Jelich checked his swing on a pitch. It was way inside. And the count now one and two on Danny. Well, Coach Pullins, uh, 913 wins from 1977 through 1999. You guided BYU to seven WAC titles, nine NCAA tournament bids, WAC District Coach of the Year four times, WAC Coach of the Year nine times, National Coach of the Year in 85. Inducted into the Hall of Fame, the American Baseball Coaches Association in 2004. So the guy sitting here next to me uh, is a baseball guy through and through and a BYU guy through and through. I don't know how you knew all of that stuff, but about 25 guys every year did that. The players, they do that for you. You know that. And uh, good players can make a coach look pretty good. And we had some outstanding players. Mike. Mike's doing a phenomenal job here. I like their ball clubs. I worked with you, I think, one of the conference tournaments in right uh, down in Stockton, Stockton, California, a few years ago. Casey Jacobson now in hitting, and he swings and misses after Jelich uh, struck out. Casey came in for Brian Sue, who just was not feeling well after his first at bat. So Jacobson, who's been injured, hasn't played in the last ten days or so with an. Uh, Shoulder injury, he uh, got down at uh, the Cal game in Berkeley. 
Pitch is a little bit low. One ball and one strike. Well, speaking as a baseball fan, which I am now, uh, this the resilience of this ball club, I've noted maybe I missed a game and they lost, and then they'd come back and win two to win a, a series two out of three. Casey fouls that one off. I was talking to them about that with Coach Littlewood in the pregame, and it does seem like they play their best their best baseball after a loss. After a, they a, maybe not back, one of their great show, performances. Yeah, they show great character, great resilience, and that's why I'm up here because I think this is middle innings. There's a lot of baseball yet to be played tonight. Ball and two strikes, and the pitch to Jacobson is outside for ball two. Coach, lots of memories going back to the old field, and then you were one of the key elements of getting this uh, field bought, or not bought, but uh, built. And, uh, boy, what a difference this this has made. Well, the setting is, uh, your announcer said, the most beautiful college ballpark in the country, and with the backdrop of the Wasatch Mountains. 2-2 pitch, Jacobson swings and misses, goes down on strikes, and the Cougars are retired here in the fifth. 6-1, 6-1, Don's leading the Cougars after 5 on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the ballpark and Brent Norton. Well, the Don's will come up here in the 6, leading 6-1. Jack Winkler, Riley Helland, and Jonathan Allen, the three scheduled hitters up 2-3-4 and four in the lineup. Against uh, Jared Lesser. First pitch, swing and a miss for strike one. And you get down 6-1, Coach, here in the second game of a three-game set, and you really don't want to go to your your big guns. Uh, Lesser has kind of been the midweek starter for the Cougars, and this would kind of be his day to work, getting ready for the Utah start on Tuesday. Uh, Lesser now with 33 pitches in this outing. Bull Burrup, the left-hander, has been down throwing in the pen for BYU. Lesser young man out of Price, Utah. That ball fouled off and caught a piece of Noah Hill. Boy, we, I don't know if you were listening to that Seattle series, Coach, but when Noah, oh, Noah wow. got hit in the throat, well, that was a scary, scary time. That is a scary injury. You better believe it. And, uh, by the way, you're talking about Lesser and other pitchers. Uh, I was talking to Bob Noel, our former pitching coach, during this game. You know... Mike's lineup changes almost every day. And that has promoted, uh, I think, a great feeling on the ball club. Guys know they're going to get a chance to play. And uh, he moves guys around from position to position. Good stuff. Really good. Here's the one-two. That ball fouled off. Yeah, he's got a couple of position guys that have been relievers. Uh, McIntyre and left's been outstanding, as has Austin Deming, the freshman out of Santa Clara. So, but I agree with you. I think that just promotes uh, uh, that if you work hard, if you practice hard, you're going to get a chance. That's right. And you look at uh, Sapiti and and some of these guys uh, that have got gotten chances and uh, really uh, made it pay off. They've made good on it. Holy cow, back in the day, some of our guys couldn't walk and chew gum at the same time. Mike's got some great athletes there. <laughs> two balls and two strikes to uh, Jack Winkler. And here is Lesser's 2-2 pitch. Ball hit right at Clough. Uh, Jackson's got it. 
Good throw to first base for the out. Jackson Clough, excellent baseball player, great defender, and swings the bat well. Well, case in point, Jackson has played second base, third base, and shortstop thus far in the season just as a sophomore. So he's, he's versatile, and he becomes more versatile by getting experience at all three of those positions. One man out, and Riley Helland will step to the plate. It's interesting, the, the bottom part of the order is what has really done the damage against the Cougars here tonight for the Dons. Well, the real problem that Walker had was he was 3-2 and two on the world. So his pitch count went up. Hitters saw way too many pitches. He couldn't get his breaking ball over in those first two innings. They just sit on the fastball, and, of course, the base on balls hurt him too. Yeah, here's a guy that was in the top ten in the nation, averaging just a little less than a walk and a half a game, and he came out and just didn't have it. Walk three. And like you said, the pitch count was up in the mid-80s through four innings. Yeah. Ball and a strike as Lesser from the windup. A swing and a miss, one and two. And actually that's where the fact that Mike has used his bullpen all through the season, and as you mentioned to me the other night, our starting pitching had been a little bit shaky the last few series, but the bullpen held it together, and offensively we were able to catch up. One and two the count to uh, Helland. There's a ground ball right back to Lesser. Jared's got it. He'll uh, just underhand toss the ball over to Kringlin. Two men out. Well, in this inning, Lesser's doing a fine job just stopping the bleeding. If you can put a goose egg up there in the top of the six for USF and let the Cougars come in, know they got four more at-bats to go and start pecking away at that 6-1 lead. It brings up Jonathan Allen. This guy's got 17 home runs this year, 54 RBIs. That means he hit a lot of balls into parked cars at USF That's Stadium. Right. Or, or into the netting, right? <laughs> well, all, I knew, all I know is parking around that stadium was shaky. Well, when you say shaky, you mean expensive, right? It if you, could if be you if you got your car towed. <laughs> I don't care if they towed it or not. If you were parked illegally, you you uh, you, you paid, paid the, piper. the price. Yeah. <laughs> I've tried to uh, kind of identify and explain to the fan, Cougar fans uh, what that ballpark's like, and it's just uh, you've almost got to go there to see it to believe it. Ball and a strike. Looks like a giant uh, golf course driving range. Ball is fouled off, uh, netting all the way, encircling the entire field. Well, it has to be. It's in downtown San Francisco. Incredible. Look at the uh, infield. Big shift. Third baseman, Jacobson, goes now to just behind second base. Big shift for the Cougars against uh, Allen. One and two the count, and here is Lesser's pitch. Swing and a miss, gets past Hill, but the ball bounces right back to him off the backstop, and Hill throws him out. That's a good inning for Lesser. And Lesser with a strikeout. He retires the Dons in order. We're through five and a half, six-one Dons over the Cougars on your new skin BYU Sports Network. All fans of safety, so don't wait till it's bottom of the ninth and the bases are loaded. Stop by your local discount tire today for a free tire safety inspection. Discount tire. America's Neighborhood Tire Store. Safe! 
This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Sometimes streaming. Noah Hill steps in for the Cougars. Noah one for two in the ballgame, a single and a strikeout. The first pitch is down low from uh, Parker. Parker, that's his 82nd pitch of the ballgame. Boy, if you're a Cougar, you're just trying to get that pitch count up to try to get this guy off the mound. He has just uh, been really, really good against uh, this uh, good-hitting BYU team. You know, five, what, 5'8", 165, this kid, a senior. Very sharp. That doesn't, uh, you know, size doesn't make every, uh, mean everything. Probably, that's for sure. Very sharp breaking pitch. That makes a big difference at any level. Ball and a strike to Noah Hill, one of the nine seniors who will be feeded uh, tomorrow here before the ball game. Well, Coach, uh, Cougars with uh, 32 wins, 13 losses, RPI right around 30 right now. If they end out the season like they've been playing, you know, win five of the last six or whatever, I I think uh, no matter what happens at the tournament, I think they've got an excellent chance to get an at-large berth. That pitch is over for a strike and count two and two. Well, and interestingly enough, as we've been talking about their bullpen and their pitching staff, they've got the pitching to go deep in that tournament. So uh, they should, they will fare quite well. Two balls, two strikes. Parker's pitch, and that ball is fouled off. Again, pitch off the plate there, and Noah didn't trust the umpire, so he swung, just fouled it off. He spoiled that pitch. That's a key thing for a quality hitter. So, again, Cougars looking to get something going here in the sixth inning. BYU scored 20 runs last night. They've only got one run tonight on three base hits. And Hill swings and misses, goes down on strikes for the second time. And if you start looking for that breaking pitch, uh, you know, a fastball in the mid-80s looks like 100 miles an hour. Brock Hale steps in. Brock uh, single in the first, flew out to deep right in the third inning. And Scott Parker, the lefty. Sets himself, and the first pitch to Brock Hill is a fastball at 85 over the outside corner for a strike. I was going to say he's topping out at about 86, 87 miles an hour. He's not overpowering, but that breaking pitch gives him a lot of options. Here's the 0-1 to Hale outside, and Cougars have really done well this year against left-handed pitching, but, boy, not tonight, not so far. Big uh, crowd in the ballpark tonight due to the Cougars' success. Also, they're going to blow off some fireworks after the ball game. Hale swings and misses one and two the count. And Parker has just got this lineup just tied up. They're off balance. Uh, Again, that's a fastball on the inside half of the plate. Typically, Brock Hale would juice that pitch. One and two to Hale. Here's the pitch. It's off the plate. Four ball two. Big crowd looking for something to cheer about. And there hasn't <laughs> That's been a whole right. lot here tonight. Game three tomorrow. The Cougar final home game will be tomorrow at one o'clock here. 
against San Francisco, and Hale fouls that pitch off. That was a little changeup, and uh, that's another thing. I think that's the first changeup I've seen Parker throw. Um, of course, you have much better perspective than I. Uh, you not always, sure you about could that. Call, you could call balls and strikes, Brent. You're terrific. You should be an umpire. You know that? <laughs> I don't want to do that. No thanks. 2-2 two, two pitch. I've given him enough grief over the years. I don't want to become <laughs> one. So three and two the count. Good at bat right here by Brock Hill. Just trying to get on base any way he can with the Clough do up next. Who just kind of chip away here. And here's a 3-2 pitch. Popped up. Catcher behind home plate. Throws his mask away. Comes back and makes the play for the out. So two men out for the Cougars in the inning. And Jackson Clough will step in. Jackson has walked, and then he lined one just about over the right fielder's head his last time up. Westerman in right, all six foot five of him had to made use a great play. that frame. You made a great play on that. So Clough steps in. And the first pitch is high and tight for ball one. Cougars 16 and 6 in the conference coming in. They need one more win in the final five games to secure a spot. And if they get three or four wins, they'll I think they'll be the number one seed. They've never been the number one seed in the West Coast Conference Tournament going in. They've been a two seed in 2016, a three seed in 13, 15, and 17. Ball hit up the middle. That ball is going to get through for a base hit by Clough. Two out single. Hey, every guy that gets on base, whether via a base on balls, a free pass, or a a base hit, and that strings it out is both both Hill and and uh, Brock Hale made Parker throw five, six, seven pitches. Yeah. Uh, can help get it a little bit closer to maybe him not being as sharp, or go to their bullpen, uh, depending upon the kind of closer they have. But you, your intention right here is to extend the inning. Parker up to. Uh... 96 pitches now, and the pitch is down low for a ball. When you look at Parker on the year, Coach, he's, uh, this is his 12th start. Uh, he's thrown 58 innings, given up 68 hits. So he's averaged about five innings a start. Right. And now he's approaching that 100-pitch mark. But he's been so good that uh, Giortano, the head coach at San Francisco, hasn't even come close to sending anybody down to the bullpen. Here's the 1-0 pitch to Sapiti, and that's down low for a ball. Uh, Sapiti just started uh, starting a couple of series ago, Coach. Young oh, freshman yeah. out of Bishop Gorman down in Vegas, and this kid has just lit it up, hitting over 400. His first at-bat in this game, he hit the ball to the wall for a sacrifice fly, driving the Cougars' first run. 2-0 pitch is uh, a throw to first. And Clough uh, back in safely. Ryan hit one off that blue monster down in LMU last week and 
just about put a hole through it. You know that monster, if you remember, 37 feet tall down there. Kind of like the uh, green monster at Fenway. <laughs> Same kind of size, 130 yeah. feet long, and he hit it right off the top of that wall. I think pound for pound, him and Hale, best power on the team. This kid could develop into a big-time home run threat for the Cougars. 2-0 pitch, and Sapiti swings and miss. Looked like a change right there, 2-1. and one. pulled the string on that. And that's the uh, first time I've seen that in this the sixth inning is when he's starting to to use that pitch a little bit very effectively. Pitch to Sapiti is over for a strike, two and two. Well, another thing, when you're pitching a good ball game, as Parker is, that home plate umpire gets an idea yep. as to what your strategy is, and that backdoor slider like that that just Nicks the corner at the back part of the dish. He's going to give him a strike. Two and two the count. Here's Parker and the pitch. Sapiti takes that one inside for ball three. So three and two. The runner will be moving on the pitch. Clough. As uh, Parker now has exceeded the 100-pitch count here in the bottom of the sixth. And here's a 3-2. Oh, a throw to first, uh, trying to keep Clough uh, close to the bag. Hard to believe Cougars one run on four hits, the way these kids have been hitting the ball lately. But good pitching and good hitting. Two of those four hits were in the first inning, too. There's been a dry spell. 3-2. Outside, ball four. Oh, no, that pitch was outside, and he calls him out. And the Cougars are retired here in the bottom of the sixth. 6-1, San Francisco over BYU on your new skin sports radio network. 